April 3rd, 2016, Machination Log. This is David Paddock. We've got Nicole Paddock, Jacob Paddock. I'm not going to explain why Nicole's laughing. We're just going to roll with it. Nicole, Jacob, you're on a new diet. What's it all about? Jacob and I are going ketogenic. Ketogenic is basically just getting rid of grains and simple sugars and trading those for high fat, high vegetable. Why so. in the world are you guys doing this? Well, as a five foot seven hundred, I'm up to a hundred and ten pounds. Wow! From a hundred, yeah, like this. I'm ridiculously skinny, so people don't really see me as somebody that would go on a diet. But um, even my doctor said I should eat more carbohydrates because I'm too skinny. And I found that I find I feel terrible when I increase carbohydrates in my diet. So I want to see if a high-fat diet will get me the calories I need and help me feel better. Uh, I can't imagine the doctor has said that to all that many people. Like, did he, he like, seemed, sigh or something? He did, did he, he? It was actually a really interesting thing because he pulled out the food calendar and then gave me this kind of weird look. And he goes, now, I normally don't tell people this, <laughs> but you should probably eat less vegetables and way more carbohydrates and protein. Like he didn't know what to do. He yeah, had to it hit was, the panic button. He never had to address like food in this manner with a patient before, I'm fairly certain. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing it, I assume, sort of for the same reason Jacob's getting in on. Jacob is here, by the way. Uh, I am here. In case I didn't mention it. Jacob uh, feels like crap all the time. Do you feel like crap all the time for I, all the sugar and I, wheat you're eating? I feel like crap enough that I have a vision of what feeling better would be like, and I want to see if I can achieve it. Is, does that harken back to some like previous time when you felt that way? Do you feel like you've like got drugged down to this or? Well, OK, I, I was thinking about that. Uh, I don't know if I got drugged down to it. I think maybe it's always been there a little bit, but I have this. I just have this like visualization of what I'd feel like if I felt great and I want to see if I could achieve this. I don't know if I've ever actually been there. Like, I might not have unlocked it. So, Is I'm, this the Joe Rogan experience? You know. Is that what you're aiming for? A, a lot of my life has become the Joe Rogan experience. I'm, I, I'm close to getting a blue belt in jujitsu. No, I know. You yeah. are, you're an adherent. I know. In many I know. ways. And I, I am feeling better. <laughs> so I'm going to stick with it and see if I can reach, you know, some kind of, like, idealized feeling that I that isn't reached through, you know, drugs. Cause I have like ideal ways of feeling, but they're all like when I'm on drugs. So there's gotta be a way to feel better. There's gotta be a better way without drugs. Hopeful. I, I hope so. I'm going to put it to the test. There's, yeah. There's plenty of stuff that goes along with drugs that is less than ideal. Exactly. So. Jacob, are you off the drugs? Uh, I've never been on the drugs. Excellent. I, I am a staunch opponent to any kind of medication, and I recently had my one hero ibuprofen uh, slashed from my life uh, because they recently found that it increases the chance of a heart attack like fourfold because the way it causes uh, de-inflammation, it just destroys your heart, basically. I mean, whatever works. <laughs> it, it does work, actually. I take ibuprofen when things hurt. And it's still better than acetaminophen, which yeah. just basically kills you. That's why we're trying to see if we can feel better through food. Yeah. I don't know if I'll necessarily feel better, 
Um, I just I have a sinking feeling in the back of my mind that knows that I'm destroying myself with how I was eating. I just had this feeling. It's like, I know that I'm healthy, quote unquote, according to the books, but I realize that having highs and crashes nonstop cannot be good for my liver and my pancreas. Probably not. No. Yeah. That's also for me too. It's like a longevity, like the, the Joe Rogan podcast. They're all about like a 10, 10 to 15 year older mark than, than, than us for the most part. So it's like, you know, I could see how everyone on his program is aging, how they have weathered and make make a benchmark to, you know, see how I'm going to be in the future. (laughs) I mean, that is one of the weird things about Joe Rogan for all of the, for all the fitness stuff that he's about. And granted, a lot of it has to do with the medicinal treatment. He definitely looks the worst for wear a lot of the time. I mean, He's not the best looking guy, but like he's in pretty good physical shape. Have you ever seen him like kick a heavy bag on like a YouTube video? I have. Like that guy is pretty strong. He's like 48. Like he could, yeah. he could kick your ass even though he's like a foot shorter. Oh, than I don't you. doubt that. <laughs> I don't doubt that for a second, but he looks I He looks a little run ragged. For the way that he is. Well, lived his he's life. a little more extreme than I think I could ever because he also does a lot more supplements than either Jacob and I are on board well, with. Well, exactly. I um, mean, he is he is way into I he's he's either the sponsor or is he the owner of on it? He's a part owner of on it. Yeah. Yes. So I can imagine. You know, and I also don't don't run myself through like cardio exercises that make me want to vomit on a daily basis. Like that's not part of my regular regimen. I'm I'm not willing to believe those are good for you. I They're not. I don't do them because I don't see how they could be good for you. Yeah, but when you push yourself to the limit, it like things start to fail. The reason why your chest hurts when you run for too long is because your heart it cannot keep up and it's starting to uh, destroy itself. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of that. I follow a guy named Jocko Willink, who Joe Rogan yes. turned Nicole on to, who turned me on to. Um, he has a podcast now uh, that where he basically just talks about getting after it, and uh, his his work ethic is extreme in a way that I think is probably actually not good for you. But it's good to hear him because he's a motivating guy to listen to. Yes, yes. He's <laughs> he gets up at four thirty every day whether he needs to or not, and he never does because he needs to get after it. He's got to get in those squats. He's a, I mean, it's its great. He looks like a serial killer. Nice. He looks like a thug, but he's a, he's apparently a very nice guy. So. But he could kill you. Yeah. I mean, in many different ways. It's, it's kind of his deal. So. Yeah. See, I do like my, my biggest impact, uh, you know, I do the jujitsu. So I go really hard for five minutes and then I get a break. Like it's not, it's not continuous. And I'll be honest with you. I even have trouble running around the mat for like five minutes before class. I've been doing this for about a year. And that's the worst part of class is having to jog for five minutes around the mat to, to warm up. Like, I wish we could just get rid of that. That's the one part I can do now. That's that part's really holding me back. I just can't. I mean, jujitsu is, is known for being a relatively low impact martial art where if you get hurt, it doesn't tend to be like traumatic. 
because of the way that you are not you're not like punching people. Well, it also incorporates the tap. So the idea is that you should know yourself well enough to tap before you injure things. And the problem I have and the reason I don't think aside from the fact that the gym I want to go to is just it's too far away for me to go to conveniently is that I, I feel like I'm a really bad judge of that because I have fainted on more than one occasion at a gym because I don't really have a good sense oh, geez. of okay. when. Yeah. Okay. I okay. managed, I've not managed to do it while running. Wow. Uh, I've yeah. done it or several... like on machines. Have no, you I've done it on machines. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I've done it on machines. I don't go to the gym without other people though. So that thankfully like that doesn't cause a problem. But no, and, and I, I guess maybe I learned that from when I was in marching band or that manifested itself. Um, but I just, I'm bad at judging how tired I am. Okay. So generally what I've tried to do is I just, I don't go anymore. I don't go into the anaerobic range because if I do, I don't know where I'm coming out the other side of it. Okay. See, I'm the total opposite because when I get exhausted or when I work really hard, it feels like a panic attack to me, which my body goes, stop doing all this. Shut shit. it down. So, so like my body, I mean, as soon as I start getting going something, my my body response is, this is dangerous. Just stop doing it. And I really have to work through it because I'll, I'll like, you know, do one thing and my body will be like, you're tired. You're tired. And I'm like, I'm not tired. Like my body's <laughs> just telling me that, um, you know, so I, I have the opposite. I actually have to work a little farther because my body, like immediately, as soon as I start putting, putting the pressure down on it, it's like, dude, just stop. Like, why are you doing any of this? No, my body goes, well, I guess this is what we're doing now. <laughs> I guess this is officially entered survival mode. So we're just going to keep this up until it stops working. And you're an endurance athlete. So you just train your body. He, Jacob. Ja- yeah. Nicole's yeah, talking to Jacob. Yeah. yeah. Jacob, you're, you're an endurance athlete. So you have to basically just tell yourself that your body can do way more than it really thinks it can do. Yeah. I've kind of tricked my body into thinking that uh, killing itself is good. Uh, like for an example, I went for a run last week and I was telling myself, I'm going to do a nice casual 30 minutes, continuous, about seven minute miles. And then after 30 minutes, I go, I feel kind of good. So I kept going and then I kept going. Then I realized that I had run for about an hour and a half. Um, and I'd run about, I don't know, about 10 miles by accident. And I felt better and better the more I ran. (laughs) <laughs> well then maybe that's the activity for you yeah <laughs> i just i get bored while i'm running like I don't, I, run. I, I don't think i could do i don't know if i could do a marathon i've done a half marathon i i don't know that i could do it out of sheer boredom because the problem is as soon as i start trying to distract myself i'm almost certain i will screw up and hurt myself yeah, you do have to stay focused during these activities. That's why, like with the jujitsu, it's five minute increments that you have to stay very, very focused. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I could pull that off because at this point, you know, a marathon for me at my half marathon pace would be four hours, and I think I could do that. Like I can do eight thirty minute miles, it indefinitely. They don't, they don't tire me out, but I, I increase the threat of serious injury, and I'm very tall. Also, one one funny thing that kind of leads back to the ketogenic diet thing: when you go up to marathon length, uh, you have to deal with eating. Yeah, because your body it. does not have sugar reserves for you to exercise for more than about an hour and a half to two hours. It's the difference between a sprint and Olympic triathlete. A triathlon sprint is redlined the whole time, 
an Olympic you have to eat while you're on the bike. So you have to pace yourself, um, which I'm kind of curious if I'll be able to avoid that on the ketogenic diet, because the idea is if you train your body to chew on fat reserves, you don't rely as much on your glucose levels. So I, so hypothetically, you shouldn't hit the wall in the same way that you do when you're running or biking or swimming for too long. So I'm kind of curious and excited to see what happens with that in a month or so here. I would think that someone would already know the answer to this question, given how competitive a field that is. Mm, but n- there's no one on the uh, there's no one on the professional track who does full ketogenic. There are lots of uh, vegans, but they all eat lot. They all carbo load. Oh, you'd have to if you're vegan. How would you get enough calories? Nuts. That's a lot of nuts. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. But a lot of vegans eat like crap. Also, they eat a lot of uh, they eat a lot of <laughs> no egg pasta. Oh, oh they eat no, a lot of no, bread. They eat. That's that's the the biggest thing about the Furman diet is that everyone sees. Oh, it's it's vegan. That's not the part that makes it good for you. Yeah. I mean, Joel. I think Joel Furman makes a good case against meat, provided you're eating enough vegetables. But you have to eat enough vegetables. Like you have to, you have to compensate for the stuff that's in meat. By consuming a ton of leafy greens. Yeah, like I said, the Furman one's like the most extreme diet because that's like yeah, diet for cancer patients essentially. Like it's it, it's like let nothing me, but fruits and, and vegetables. Let me tell you, if you can deal with it, it fucking works. Does it? It is a great diet. Oh, that would be so much cooking. I mean, yeah, you yeah. can eat a lot of raw vegetables though. I mean, I guess I can eat a lot of raw vegetables. Yeah, I don't know, I. I don't know what my threshold for huge for a half a pound of raw vegetables a day would yeah. be. Yeah, it's actually have, two pounds, but okay, I'd have to work up to that. Oh God, yeah, my two pounds of vegetables, one raw, one cooked. Okay, okay. Yeah, my my vegetable threshold right now is a small salad for lunch and one uh, head of broccoli with dinner. That's that's the end of it. One cabbage. <laughs> I can't eat like three cabbage leaves well, right now. You're gonna then stick to your meat diet, paleo man. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> All so right. yeah, so we'll check in with you guys periodically. Yeah, to I'm gonna eventually going. get some some statistics, you know, some some hard data, see how this is this is affecting me, how it's going. Mm. Um, I'm gonna try and get the compliance up closer to 100% here in the next couple of days. Only about 80 right now, so. All in good time. All in good time. Yeah, and if anybody else wants to uh, follow them on that journey, feel free to uh, comment anywhere of the thousand places you can on actualgarbage.net and its affiliate websites. Uh, Or send us an email, because I like getting emails, it's fun. And I may actually start reading them on this uh, podcast, because it's short enough that that's a great time waster. Uh, to read people's rants, so I appreciate that. <laughs> Actualgarbage.net at gmail.com. That's going to do it. Nicole, Jacob, thank you for joining me once again. Thank you. Yep. Take care, everybody. <laughs>